You've heard of the laptop from hell. Well, maybe some of you've heard of the laptop from hell. That's Hunter Biden's laptop, and that was a story that was largely squashed by the mainstream media right at the cusp of the 2020 election. Well, it turns out that Hunter Biden also has the iPhone from hell. Apparently, at least this is what the latest information is saying, hackers hacked Hunter Biden's iCloud account. And well, since then, a whole bunch of videos have come out of some really weird, bad stuff. And we're gonna get into all of it. Hunter Biden, the first son, the smartest guy that Joe Biden knows, according to Joe Biden himself. We're gonna get into all of the craziness. And then we're also gonna talk about some other news that's relevant. Elon Musk backing out of buying Twitter. We talked about it here on this show. We made a big deal about it. We thought that it was a great thing, the idea of Elon Musk buying Twitter, but apparently he wants to back out of it now. So I'm gonna give you our take on that as well. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging With Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K-Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging With Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, you can go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. Hunter Biden, Elon Musk. Hunter Biden, Elon Musk. Which one is greater? <laughs> uh, w- w- which topic do you want to tackle first? Uh, we'll do the we'll do the Hunter Biden one. Hunter Biden. Let's do Hunter Biden first. Big Hunter. Hunter Biden is fucked up. <laughs> what the fuck? Hunter is going Biden on? is whacked out. That shit is so crazy to me, dude. Imagine that was anyone of Trump's kids. The oh, coverage man. that the mainstream media that would, be bad. would be circulating. Now, for people that don't know, Hunter Biden has been known for many an illicit activity. Many illicit activities. Um, so, I guess the iPhone from hell, the iCloud account from hell is not really all that different than the laptop from hell. It's, you know, drug use, prostitutes, all of that stuff. Weird naked videos. A lot of nakedness. We were in pre-production talking about, like, what is it with this motherfucker? And, like, being naked. He's obsessed with it. Like, he, there's, he has, 
There's the chic naked Hunter Biden. There's beach naked Hunter Biden. There's there's relaxing naked Hunter Biden. There's, there's water slide water slide naked Hunter pulling Biden. His joint Hunter Biden. There's there's drug induced Hunter Biden. There's sober naked Hunter Biden. Like just the Hunter Biden is just naked all the time. He loves to be naked and apparently not just be naked, but he also likes to film and photograph himself naked. Yeah. Um, which is crazy because that in and of itself, it's like, how dumb do you have to be? Like, you're part of a political family. Yeah. Like, you yeah. have to be, like, clean as a whistle, damn near. You know what I'm saying? Like, Or be smarter. Like, if you're going to be doing that weird shit, you don't think, like, that you're a target? Like, because those videos are wild. Like, yeah. there's no reason. <laughs> like, like, if you're doing crack, right? What is the point of you... Recording a video, pointing the camera around so you can see that it looks like a crack house, but you're the vice pre- at the time the vice president's son. How are you in a crack house? You have crack on a scale, like, and then you like turn the camera over and show your face. Like, what is the point of this? Who are you? Even like, no, I don't, I don't, I can't. Like, I'm my brain is about to explode because like, I was like, whoa. Who would you impress? Like, there's nothing to impress. Like, this is some crack. <laughs> let, let me impress. Let me impress this bitch that I've been trying to get at. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, you see the you see the crack on the scale. Yeah, look at me. I'm in a crack house. Like, crack like on yeah, scale. exactly. Who would you? Who there's would you no possibly point for impress? that video. And like, what, <laughs> what would possess you to to take such a video like that and think that that's a good idea? But lo and behold, he did and. Everything that you just described wasn't an exaggeration. That's exactly the video that that he had. And then yeah. videos. Uh, there was another one of like him arguing with a prostitute about like money or something like that. Like whatever. Like the prostitute thing. Like it's like you're if you're a single guy, you're not married. Like whatever. Like I don't. I don't really like. Uh, yeah, that's like. Your thing, whatever. But at the same time, you are the son of one of the biggest politicians in the world. So, hmm, like, I don't know, maybe this is not a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Because you become such a liability, even dealing with prostitutes, like... Any one of them could come out and, 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 you know, either take a picture of you or a video of you... Considering that, like, you operate normally and, like, you're not going to take a picture and a video of yourself, compromise yourself. Yeah. Let's say in a world, in a realm where Hunter Biden didn't, wasn't such a huge liability and didn't compromise himself over and over again. Even then, if you try to, like, do things as as uh, efficient and as, as uh, responsible as, as possible... You still run the risk of one of these women trying to blackmail you or extort you or any of that. So you yeah. already have that as it is, but now yeah. you're just like nobody has to do it you for just, you. You just do it to yourself. Fuck. He's like that. He's like the Eminem of of like that in Eight Mile, where yeah. where like where where Eminem just made fun of himself so Papa Doc wouldn't have nothing yeah. to say. It's like, Hunter Biden's like, well, I'm going to air it all out so none of these bitches could use this against me. Yeah, he's just... 
But the idea that the mainstream media won't cover it is what's kind of baffling to me. Yeah, because it I takes hackers. Since, huh? It takes basically hackers yeah. to make a trend online, 4chan hackers. Because yeah. I, like when, when this story unfolded, it's on Twitter. This is on Truth Social. You see it like in, in the social. Some people on, on Instagram posted like some of the videos and stuff. So you see it on social media. But in like the legacy media, if you go to like your news app any or any of you, not just like the Apple news app, but any of your news apps, none of them are talking about it. No, no. It's it's a it's a basically anywhere where, where com, it's like communities of people that that congregate online that's where you'll see it trend and it's like kind of well that is what people are talking which is about. yet another example of the disconnect between yeah. the media and and real people yeah the only reason i would see this well i mean obviously it's not but like the only reason i would have seen this anyway like if media would have covered it is if they were like yeah, we're moving on from Joe Biden, and uh, this is probably a good way to kill his career and like get somebody new here. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only way I could see it being where like they actually show it all over the news mm-hmm. when they've decided that like now you're no longer the face of the Democratic Party, and really you're like kind of George Bushing us at this moment. <laughs> we're not gonna win I in see. the midterms, but uh, clearly, clearly not. Clearly, that's not the case, um, and they're going to just kind of d- maybe die off in November, depending on on, on how this red wave looks. Because it's not like his approval rating is like thirty something percent, like low thirties, like yeah. from thirty to thirty three percent. A little bit off topic, but mm. can can you see them trying to impeach Biden, like? Republic, let's say in a scenario where uh, the Republicans have the House and the Senate, the House drafts up articles to, of impeachment. Because, I mean, there's, there's, if Trump could be impeached for some BS quid pro quo phone call, I would imagine the craziness that we've seen. Biden do I would imagine that there's a whole lot of impeachable offenses. Well, the phone call to his son shows that the you know is Joe Biden leaving a voicemail to Hunter Biden saying, "Oh, is the, that that article was taken care of. Don't worry about it." Like as your vice president, but none of that will be spoken of. I I don't think with Mitch McConnell at the helm. I think none of that will even be like something that's spoken about until they see what happens in November. Once November, oh yeah, well I'm talking about in November. Yeah, yeah not now. Yeah, they don't the the they don't have the House or the Senate. I'm yeah. talking about in November. Yeah, because like at this moment, Mitch McConnell's probably sitting there like, "Wow, I've weathered two years, no build back better, not much has happened. This guy's digging his own hole." And it's looking really good. Like, we've weathered the storm for now. When we get soldiers from the beaches, and they've arrived now, now we can game plan. Like, uh, like for him, I think it was holding... Yeah, I, I you and I are in down. total agreement of that. Like, yeah. for as, as, much, as much flack as Cocaine Mitch will get from 
our political side of the aisle, um, I've always viewed him as a strategist. Yeah. And so, to me, it's like, shit, if the if these guys take over, like, okay, what will happen next? One thing could be, well, it's the end of Mitch, because the Trump the Trump side of 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 the Republican side not very big fan fans of them um fans of him yeah but regardless I think that that's kind of like if I were Mitch and they were to do that shit to me like I'd be like you know what I held it down yeah I did my job yeah I did my job you guys you know all right I'm not the leader of the house no more that's fine and or then the Senate yeah or the Senate yeah, yeah. Uh, the leader of the Senate, and uh, from there, I mean, you guys could take care of it how you got, however you want to take care of it, and like that's just like to me, you know, a noble way to go out. Like shit, I did my thing, you know. Winston Churchill, after World War Two, they gave him the boot. Sometimes you're there for a certain yeah. amount of time. I think Trump has made a mistake in going hard at Mitch, you know. Uh, because, like, dude, like, you really did survive some of the most heinous shit from the left because of this man. Yeah. And so, well, we, we've talked about it. We've we've talked about it. So, to me, it's like, whatever the, the case is, I think that the Republican side, the conservative side, the, the right side of the uh, political aisle, they're going to sit down. They're like, all right, cool. We're, how many chambers do we have? Yeah. No. So... We're definitely going after this man. And see, the thing about the right side of the political aisle, they do less talking and more doing. So, like, you yeah. don't see, like, the outrage and the screaming and the... No, no, no. Yeah, it's just right. like, all right, cool. They're like the the person in, in any relationship that they're just, like, not for this whole bickering back and forth. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. But at the end of the day, I'm going to get it done my way. And yeah. you lose. And you could keep screaming and crying and doing all that. I'm just going to be more effective and, and get the stuff done. So I feel like that's a very big possibility, especially because this guy's a disaster. And because there's been a lot of things that did just look real bad. And, and and to me, it's like the the left set the precedent on impeachment for certain things. Yeah. Well, that that's the biggest thing yeah. is like... Will the right have a good memory and remember everything that these motherfuckers like put you through? And the, I mean, the answer is Roe v. Wade has been overturned in 2022. Yeah, like think about that. So, but that uh, that's that's more of like a Trump legacy than it is anything that was that was materialized from the House or the Senate. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that the Senate did was, you know, they they confirmed. Yeah, they confirmed those drugs, but otherwise, like, like that's that's Trump's doing. Yeah, but yeah, like, but one of the major highlights of Joe Biden's two years in office is Roe v. Wade being overturned. Because it happened on his watch. Now, let, let's yeah. delve a little bit into that for a second. And let's talk about a little bit, I guess, I don't know if you want to call it a conspiracy theory. Well, let's let's look at it more like like in, in the philosophical realm. 
So I seen a video recently and Sandman, he was talking about Roe v. Wade being overturned. And he says that he believes the powers that be are content with Roe v. Wade being overturned because the powers that be know that we're in the midst of, you know, birth decline, like birth rates are declining drastically. And now that China has taken a lot of measures to sort of bump up their birth rates, this was our way of competing with China. So, so... The Roe v. Wade being overturned is is a way. Yeah, to exactly. In China? Mm, well, shit. Because you know China right now, they're yeah. they're they're promoting, they're vastly promoting the idea of family. They're vastly promoting the idea of patriotism. They're vastly promoting the idea of you know there's no more one child law. Yeah, they're they 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 want. They're vastly promoting the idea of nationalistic, family unified growth. Yeah. And that's dangerous because they already have such a leg up on us on a lot of things as we currently stand. I, I mean, they got their own issues, economic issues. And it's like you said it before, had had like the whole real estate market and, and certain things have been better off during this time, they might have just been like, All right, it's, yeah, it's yeah. time to make a move now. Yeah. And so I think I think we have to switch course on a survival uh level because yeah, like the birth rates are down. Um, our focus is off. I mean, like if you think about some of the stuff that that we worry about here in America, it's not even foreign policy. No, not at all. That, I, I, I've, and, and I know you agree. I've always thought that that was a huge issue in this nation. Yeah. It's like even when people talk about politics, the only aspect of politics they're they're able to talk about. And at a very amateur level is like some like mainstream headline stuff. Yeah. But once you get into like the little intricacies of policy, there they you lose them. And then when you get into the intricacies of 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 foreign policy, yeah, you lose them. And that's the thing. Like that's that's the the dangerous part of where where, where we're standing right now culturally is like you know pronouns and woke shit and like this stuff just is not that important compared to the grander scheme of things and so you know see right now you see the outrage of Road v. Wade being overturned but this is kind of a move that happens that you see like 60, 50 to 100 years from now where it leads to yeah as far as like culture because you're not gonna it's, it's kind of like the nixon thing when he put his supreme court's justices we felt those effects later on yeah and so it's the same thing with, with trump like trump kind of did what nixon did and and that is going to change the course of things um 
And you're seeing that. You're not seeing that from the news. You're not seeing that like in pop culture because pop culture and the news lean to the left. But when you see that in the streets, when you see that on the ground floor, Buzz Lightyear didn't do good. Yeah. Because the family unit doesn't much care for what Disney's on. pushing, yeah. And so you have to start thinking like, okay, this is what the Supreme Court has decided. This is what the people are deciding. This is where we're going. November is going to turn red because people are going to make it turn red. Corporations are going to have to switch up if they want to make money. And what better way to make money than to be like, hey, no, family unit. Yes, mom, dad, kids. This is our meal ticket again, you know, because... Like it once was. Yeah, and so these companies, they don't really give a fuck about your politics. No, if anything, if anything, that's one thing that that I've learned from the book Woke Inc. is that they truly don't care. Like, it's really, at the end of the day, about money. Even even them taking on this, uh, the the this uh, ESG agenda and for people that don't know what the ESG agenda is that's uh, uh environmental and social governance so it's just the idea of how friendly uh to the environment and to social issues particular corporations are which I don't know have you peeped this on uh in some of your your stock portfolios it asks you, uh, do you want to invest into ESG? No. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> fuck out of here. Never <laughs> see it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I don't even fuck about that. Like, no, it, no I don't care. Like, it, uh, why? Like, I, I almost felt offended that you would even ask. Well, but but that's because yeah. that's because a lot of those companies, a lot of those companies, they get certain benefits yeah. because of of that, but because that they they abide by that that agenda the only thing is is that it's turning out that at the end of the day it comes down to the basics 101 consumer and producer and if the consumer is not pleased by the products of the producer then it it, all of that shit doesn't matter they're not gonna they're gonna tune out they're not gonna buy yeah all of that stuff and we've seen that and we talked about that recently a little bit with Netflix with Disney it seems like that's happening all of this stuff and so yeah like that at the end of the day that's what's gonna make them pivot when they start to realize oh damn like people don't rock with this we're losing money yeah we're, we're stepping away from yeah, this yeah and so to me it's like well it's it's a uh, and again I'm not saying that that it's a good thing that they're all about the money, but they are all about the money. So you have to look at it that way because like the whole white picket fence and the family unit, that has its flaws too. That has major flaws because it doesn't, it makes you focus only on family. And so I'm not here to say like, oh, the the liberal agenda is terrible. Sometimes when you're super traditionalist, like that's not good either because that's like you're getting painted into a box. And so I understand both sides of 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 the aisle when it comes to like it's not like it it, it does it is a little bit of like some normie shit. Yeah, like it's like it's like and, and and that's one thing that I really do love and appreciate about Sandman is like. Whenever he he always calls it and he always spots it 
when there's all whenever there's a woman that that's commenting on some like oh well I'm a traditional girl and I like traditionalism and the family unit how he calls them trad thoughts yeah. it's like listen at the end of the day you're just looking you're looking for beta provision like yeah. and, and in many cases that's what it is now I'm not saying with all traditional women I'm not saying that but in many cases especially in today's day and age where women have become such strategists in, yes. in terms of like how to deal with men and get what they need out of men yeah you get you're looking for a provision like that's yeah. what and you you play the role you're playing the role that you need to play to get what you need to get and that's why me and i know you're like this and and and, and sandman's like that and a lot of motherfuckers that we fuck with that's why we have such high regard for women that are like independent and like really truly do their own thing yeah because it's like you're really truly doing your own thing. You're not seeking like a man to be a beta pro. And and if anything, if anything, those are the type of women that guys like us would probably be more inclined to like do the family thing with because well, it's yeah. like she wasn't out here looking for it. Yes. She was, you know, she was she was doing her own thing. You know, it was, what I'm it was, it's real. And it's at like the real. end of the day, it, it it's a dynamic of you do your own thing, she does her own thing, and yes. like whatever materializes out of that is it materializes out of that. Yeah. And like you said, it goes back to the point that you made very well. It's like there's flaws. There's flaws to both. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't know, like how often it happens, or like if it exists but if there is like some sort of middle ground i would imagine it looks something like what i just described yeah yeah and so and so to me it's like you got to be weary of that because when they do shift it's like you have to also be like ah you're on some goofy like this is goofy too yeah and, and um and they will like they they're, they're going to have to if if things start swinging to the right because that, you got to follow the money and these motherfuckers really don't give a fuck about anything else but that. And uh, and that's really how they even rigged the game when it comes to certain shit. Because, like, um, a lot a lot of times you see, like, these, these investment companies and all that, like, they really fold when, like, like people fold them. Like, when, when it came to the AMC shit and all that. Oh, you can't do that. You can't. Oh, they you, you shorted them and then they use the game against you. Yeah, the same game that you play. Yeah, and and now you're crying, and, and now you're bitching. Nah, like this is Darwinism at its finest, and you just got eight. Yeah. <laughs> so you thought you were gonna eat motherfuckers alive, and now your legs are gone. And so be cool, get this wheelchair and roll your way out of here. Yep. And so it's like, it, it, it's just crazy to me how like um gullible people can be because like a lot like the, if you notice now the left align more with all this ESG shit all this stock market shit all these big uh, corporations like you align more with them now like yeah but at a time you were so anti-corporate yes you know what I'm it saying it makes oh, no sense exactly exactly <laughs> and, and so that's what I'm saying like did none of these motherfuckers stay true to like to to what it is you yeah. know like true to the principle of whatever it is they're saying they believe in yeah they're 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 so malleable and and so yeah like you know and it's it's not us that shifts it's the spectrum that shifts so it's it and to go back to the point that you made 
it's like, oh, okay, well, everything is some wokeism, ESG stuff. But if these same corporations that are, 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 are promoting wokeism and ESG agenda and everything like that, because out of, out, of a, out of a survival instinct, start to shift towards, oh, well, you know, American flag and our commercial and the family unit and the yeah. family, you know, watching TV and grilling outside and showing all of yeah. that stuff. <laughs> I we will remain in our same place and that's just the spectrum that's just the spectrum shifting yeah that's wild though it'll Absolutely. be wild to see and, and, and it'd be interesting to see when it starts shifting you know yeah and, I, and you know what I feel like we're so like aware of of things that are going on I feel like we'll spot it instantly like yeah. we'll start to spot it instantly like oh look it look yeah. well Let's be honest, we're already starting to see it a little bit. Like for instance, with with Netflix. Netflix has said that they want their that they they want to start making content for everybody, for everybody to enjoy and if there's employees that have a problem with that that they should leave. Yeah. So that's already the beginning of something. Yeah. Look at yep. the guy now that's the head of CNN. It's talking about now. You know what? We gotta like we gotta step away from being so politicized and just be more uh, uh, objective news base. Yes, that's already like you're starting to see the beginning. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Uh, that guy. Uh, what was that guy? Neil Young when he was like, "Oh, Joe Rogan is on Spotify. I don't want no parts of it." And then quietly put his music back on Spotify. Yeah, it didn't work, right? Right, dude. Because yeah. guess what? Nobody gives a fuck about you. It's all about money. Yeah. That's all you care about. So what'd you do? You made a big deal about leaving Spotify and the 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 cackling bitches on the View. Oh yeah, that's what people need to do because. Joe Rogan is misinformation, but how come you didn't make a big deal about it when you put your music back yes, on Spotify? Yeah. The same big stink you made about it pulling your music. No, you should have been like, if you weren't a hypocrite, hey, I'm in it for the money. My shit is back on Spotify. Yeah. Holla at me on Spotify. No, you didn't do that, yep, right? Yeah, yeah. And let's be real. Like, from the beginning of this show till now, we've called so many things. It should be called hanging with Amsterdamuses. <laughs> like, honestly. Because, <laughs> like, like we've, we've called every... Like, we called the Trump thing. Great ass shit. Yeah, we, we called, like, the, the how white people were going to start reacting to the woke shit. Yeah. Way before that, we called um, shit... The recession Should we and call, how bad we, the recession we, is going to be. We called the things that were going to take place under a Biden presidency. Yeah, oh, like to a T. Not not like kind of, no, like to a T, exactly. Like, no, if you listen to this show, you're ahead. Like, it's badass because I was watching a, a Just Pre Ting video, uh, video. Yeah. Um, and he was like, that's he's like, uh, what, what does he call the, the his squad, the Guac Squad or whatever? Yeah. The, he said, what's up, my, my, my fellow uh, Guac Squad or whatever? I, I figure what he says. I know it's, it's Guac. And um, he's like, you know, like, everyone's so surprised about this recession. But since you guys have been watching me, none of you guys are surprised because I've been on it. Yeah. And it's like, it was badass because, like, damn, man, this motherfucker really has been on it. Yeah, 100%. And, and like, when you consume information, like, good information on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a yearly basis... Um, you're going to start becoming like efficient. So like, yeah, I listen to, to to a lot of stuff. I watch a lot of stuff that I think serves me well. And also, I'd happen to have a show with you. So like, we should probably consume great ass information. When have we not 
giving roses to the people who give us great information. Yeah. You know, authors, uh, YouTube uh, personnel, um, different movements. Filmmakers. Yeah. Uh, you know, musicians. Even people in our personal life. Yeah. People that we know personally who be, oh, man, you know, they teach us something or we learn something. A hundred percent. Part of living life is like, you know, you filtering everything that you experience and learn through like your own lens, but but like, you know, making sure to give props, but at the same time, also preparing. Like, if you're gonna make uh, media or you're gonna make like content, like you want to make the people that listen to the content better. And like, so I feel we, if you've listened to this show, you've kept up. And and you're you've been aware of things way before a lot of people, and this is one of them. This is going to be another one. When shit starts shifting to the right, you're going to see corporate America shift to the right. That, like we're calling it right here, right now, because it's just that they're about the money, and so it's cool, it's dandy, it's fine, whatever. But like, just be aware of that because these motherfuckers really don't care about you. They'll just pander to you, and so you always have to just be ahead because I feel. They're not very smart. They're like emotional, just like the stock market. And, and, and they react. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, reaction, very reactionary. Yeah. And so to me, and then, and then like the people that are supposedly in charge, like the Fed, like, I, I have a hard time believing that you guys are that stupid. So it's like, you know what you're going to put us through. You'll do it, and then you'll act surprised. Like, I do really have a hard time believing, like, you guys like that they don't know what they're doing or or like so they'll say something as oh well we'll we'll say that it's gonna help and it's gonna stimulate but we're really gonna have to pay for it later on oh yeah like like cutting like stimulus checks and shit yeah like, like oh a hundred percent had like, to have no a hundred percent a hundred the only thing the only thing I would say is that because I believe that even Trump knew the 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 kind of effect it would have yeah but I also believe that Trump was of the belief that he would still be in office. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things, it's kind of like, it's kind of like being an actor and it's like, oh, well, fuck, Quinn Tarantino is giving me this role of a lifetime, but I got to put on weight for this role. Yeah. And so I got to like eat junk and like get fat because I'm going to act this role. But when I'm done, like, I got my personal trainer lined up because I need to shed these pounds. Yeah. It's kind of like that. But now I did the role and I'm I'm uh, uh, overweight, but, like, the the, the measure, I, my leg is broken and now yeah. I can't work out. And now I just have this weight on me. Help me. <laughs> You're just laying in the wheelchair. <laughs> like, it, it's like that. It's And I think that that's sort of a similar situation. So yeah, like yeah. I'm cutting these checks because if I don't do anything, I'm not going to win re-election. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I would have still voted for him because I, I that was my. I remember I had so many arguments with people, idiots, obviously that don't know anything about economics. But I was like, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think it it's wasn't. a good idea. And 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 at a certain point, people need to prepare themselves for a rainy day, so on and so forth. But whatever, a thousand two hundred dollars, twice. That's what we got, right? And then another, something like that. That's what people got. That's just a few overtime. Like, 
go ham in a month and you have an extra check. What do you really need the government to pay everybody that for? Like, if you think about how terrible of an idea that is. But but I think, too, the perspective for us is like, well, we have investments. We had money come in. And, like, our money flowed never – it was never really affected by the pandemic. No. For, for a lot no. of people, it was. So I understand the notion of, like, we got to do something. I don't think this is the thing to do, though. I think this is the opportunity. Like, honestly, the the one who got it the best, and I stand by this, was DeSantis. Two weeks to two weeks to 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 slow the spread, find out what's going on. All right, you motherfuckers don't know what's going on. Well, I'm not shutting down my whole economy. We will adapt according to the information that comes in. Yeah. We're not going to sit still and do nothing while we wait for the information to come in. That's going to take Lord knows how long. Yeah. And as it turns out, we're still getting information about the shit. Yeah. So, yes, no, I'm not going to stop things while you guys figure it out. And that's that was the best way to handle it. Yeah. And so, yeah, for a motherfucker that was out of work for a week, two weeks, well, here's a check that should get you by if you were living paycheck to paycheck. That's it. Yeah. Back to work. Everybody back to work. If you're that scared, if you're that scared... Don't work, but the economy is moving forward. So that means if yes. you can't pay your rent, this, that, and the third, you're in a bad situation. And what should we have learned from it? What should we have learned from the whole thing? Don't close the gym. Maybe even build more gyms so people could be even more healthy. Don't, yeah. oh, we're closing the gym, everything. So because even though the, the fat, unhealthy people are the ones that are dying from this, yeah. rather than put forth the sentiment, do a public service some announcement, hey, what we're finding out is if you're obese, you have this, you have that, you're more inclined to die from this virus, work out, no. be healthy. This is, or also we can't predict when the next crisis will come, have something for a rainy day, something yeah. that at least could get you by a month yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, what is what is what do all? And I know you you watch a lot of uh, financial. Uh, uh, you you consume a lot of financial information and content, just like me. What do they all say? Have an emergency fund, and it, it varies. Some three months, some four months, some yeah. six months, some a year. Yeah, I've even heard some at least have one month. Depend, like if you're single and like you don't have no kids, one month of a fi- of of an emergency fund. Not one politician said any of that. Not one politician said, hey, you know what? We nope. can't always guarantee <laughs> that we're going to be printing money every time we have a hardship. So this was a learning lesson for us as Americans to save a little bit, put something away. No, not, nothing, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, that's what happens. You become a, you're at the mercy of a government instead of at the mercy of your own, you know, decisions, which is like, well, hey, I've saved up. I could survive for now and then I could figure it out. And that's the thing, like. And I'm not begging or sweating for the government to cut me a check. Yeah. A check that at the end of the day, all it did was for whatever little bit of uh, of of breathing room it gave you very temporarily all it really did at the end of the day was extend hell for you because now you're stuck with these grocery prices and these gas prices and everything for lord knows how long yeah you know what i'm saying and so well 
perfect example of when we went in the field and we were asking people about inflation. Yeah. We asked them that question, were those stimulus checks worth it? And no, it, it wasn't worth no, it. No, across the board, no, it was not. And I mean, that's the thing. And, and you have to- Which by the way, yeah. you guys could go to our YouTube channel, Hanging With Apes, and yes. you could actually watch that video of when we were in the field. Well, sure, we have a bunch, bunch of stuff that we've, we've kind of, but like that's the newest one. And that yeah. one was like, what I like about the new content that we've done is we're kind of just asking people what, how do they feel about shit? Yeah. Cause that's the thing. All these outlets, major outlets, like they tell you what they think. And, yeah. and, and obviously we tell you what we think, but what do people think? Yeah, and so I feel like that's that that it's like a bit, it's a huge difference, of like the show. Like yeah, we have we're opinionated. We have our opinions. Um, we talk about it. Um, we have good information, but but it's also badass to see like what other people think. Yeah, and, where, and, where, where and, they feel and what do at. we ask them? We don't ask from a perspective of like the political aisle. It's really just an objective question to get. An objective answer. Yeah. And the most you'll get from us is like on our show, we yeah. might have criticism we'll of certain things. Yeah, yeah, but but in that moment, because I don't want to sway a person's answer. No. I want them to feel like they can answer as honest as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that's that's what's great about that content. But but yeah, man, I, I don't know. I it's feel all about it's all about the free speech. Hell yeah. It's and, all about it. And segueing into a platform that is supposed to be a beacon of free speech and started to become more of a beacon of free speech when Elon Musk said he was going to buy it and we we're very excited about it and we theorized a lot about what would happen would Trump come back would he stay on his platform would he use Twitter and his platform um, it turns out that Elon Musk wants to back out of buying Twitter um, Trump was at a rally in Alaska. He said that he called it, yeah. which I remember you and I, we talked about whether or not we thought if Elon Musk bought Twitter, if Trump should come back to Twitter. Yeah. And we both thought that he should. Yeah. But I guess Trump was more of a strategist than we were in that circumstance because he said no. And we thought that that was a bit of a mistake. But... Yeah. Imagine he did come back, like when things were up in the air, and then now that Elon Musk may not buy Twitter. Yeah. Now my man is back in jail. Exactly. Now, one thing I will say, this is a prediction of mine, if Elon Musk doesn't end up buying Twitter, I have a feeling that Twitter is going to purge with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But... That's where platforms like Truth Social, which I, I mean, I'm sure Truth Social is going to have a right wing bias. I don't know. I think even Tim Pool was talking about it. I would imagine. Yeah. Man. So, so it's looking like a lot of these apps will have a bias towards one side or the other. But it's like now you've you've kind of given up a little bit of real estate or shit, a lot of real estate because like. Before Elon Musk, well, during the whole process of Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter, Twitter has kind of like their 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 stock has plummeted. Yeah, and and even when he said I'm not buying it anymore, 
then it went down even 10% more. So it was like 30% down already or 40. And and they've been exposed for lack of a lot of things, lack of a business model, lack of uh, information about bots, lack of, you know, transparency across the board. Um, shit. From, from, from the bots to like, okay, why all of a sudden people can say certain things on Twitter when Elon Musk was on, you know, on board to buying it. Yeah. Like, how come now they're not, oh, that's what you motherfuckers run. Shadow banning. Yeah. Shit, yeah. So, so, and then we were, we were victims of that shit because we had a lot more followers on social media, on, on Twitter. And when that purge happened, slashed in half. Yep. And so I was like, wow, this is wild. So if, if Elon Musk decides to well he did decide but if if by court you know because i know now twitter's uh they're lawyering up yeah they're lawyering up and they're saying no you have to buy it one of two things is going to happen either they're going to have to prove like that disclose all the stuff that they've been hiding or or he will he will have to buy it but maybe at a much discounted price yeah and so i think it's kind of a win-win for him one on one end you you're 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 exposing them and you might not you know if they don't give you a deal then you you could back off or if they give you a better deal then you could buy it for cheaper and then do whatever the fuck it is you want with that and so my question is do you think that he like this was all just really a show to expose twitter on Musk's end or did you think that he was really serious about buying Twitter. That's what my question would be at this point. Like, did he see like, wow. If 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 this all was a strategy to show, to expose Twitter, that's some true like 3D chess. Like, that's like, <laughs> you know, like you're thinking way ahead. I don't really believe that. Like, I believe that he intended to buy it. Yeah. And I think I think he's been transparent. I, and I think when he wanted to buy it, he, he saw, oh, damn, look, there is a lot of bots and there was a lot of funky stuff going on. Yeah. This is not cool. Like, I don't think that it's worth what I offered. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just like with real estate. It'd be like, all right, we go and we see a building and it's like, oh, man, okay, this is good. I'm willing to pay this much for this building, right? Yeah. Even maybe a little bit above market value like he did because he was willing, he was paying more than what the shares like the amount that he was paying was more than like what the total shares valuation were so yeah so he was a he was in essence he was in essence willing to pay more than market value for the company yeah probably because he saw like what it could be but then when you see oh this has a very bad business model the user base is not what the number says it's significantly less because of all the bots and all that yeah. all that type of stuff well it's just like again with buying a building it's like oh okay this is what we think and then it turns out oh when we went to see the the we went to see it the guy is like let's say it's like 20 units and then we only saw like five units and yeah. those units were in pristine condition but the guy is like, oh i don't have the key for the other 15. 
And then as they, we start seeing the other ones, they're not in the same condition, even though they we were told that they were. Yeah. Well, naturally, our price is going to come down because yeah. we're thinking we're getting one product, but we're getting another thing. Yeah. So I feel like it might have been the exact same thing with him. He he, he stopped his, uh, his, his interest stopped when the inspector was like, hey, there, I can't see this, I can't see that. I don't know that this is a good deal. Exactly, exactly. Because that's literally like in real estate when your inspector says, this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong at that point that's the final am i going to go through with this or am i going to be like no you know what this is worth about ten thousand dollars less than i'm paying now what i find interesting is like you just said it's worth ten thousand dollars less than what i'm paying what i find interesting is the idea that rather than him try to reduce the price he just wanted to back out of the deal completely yeah so Either what he's seen over at Twitter is significantly worse than what he thought, like maybe to the point where like he feels like it's irreparable, or the strategy comes in is like, well, no, I'm gonna let it go to court. They're gonna have to expose all of this stuff, and now there's no way that they can justify at 44 billion. And not only that, it'll be public. So to be well known, they can't justify the selling price of forty-four billion. And who knows? Maybe he could get it like half off or something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so maybe that's what what he has, what he has in mind. I I don't know. Like, it's very early to tell. And who knows how long that litigation is going to go on? Yeah, I don't know if it was the Washington Post or the uh, Wall Street Journal, one of the two. Uh, he was talking about. He's like, it's weird how they have millions of followers, but the like. There's like the retweets and the likes and the activity. Yeah, they they said that that's how they said with Biden. Like like Biden's account is like that. He has like a certain amount of people, but the retweets and the activity, the comments and everything like that doesn't reflect the number. Yeah. So it's like you know, are they bolstering him up? You know. And yeah, it does. It looks like it. And in, in in today, where there's such a thing as the attention economy attention is currency the idea that that can be faked and forged of course a person would not want to buy a business that is like so much of it we all we already understand that there's going to be a certain level of it always there's going to be but the idea that it's that much yeah you know that's kind of that's kind of wild yeah yeah so i i guess we'll watch that shit unfold in court and then see from there or we'll see twitter be like oh oh shit they we're painted back into a corner. All right, you can leave. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Be interesting. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if you like the things that we talk about, please share the episode with people that you know will also like the things that we talk about. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five star review. It helps us out a lot. And if you want to help us stay independent, go to our website and donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.